Hey there, friends and foes. Good morning, Multiverse. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box, the pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturdays of our youth while surviving adulthood today. And this morning, we are going on a Smurfy trip to ask the question, are the Smurfs really a satanic communist propaganda tool created by the Soviet Union. And to help us answer that and many more questions is the one, the only Kelly Getner. You do not want to miss this show. And we're going to do it right after this from the Murdering Crows. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi's Strauss. Thank you to the Murdering Crows for that amazing theme song available from Amazon, iTunes, or Google, anywhere you buy music. And that's their full album, Four Bad Crows. That song was actually written by my best friend, Jamie Slocum, who uh, passed away and today is his funeral. So this show this morning is in honor of my good friend, Jamie. He's an amazing, was an amazing songwriter and... Um, Anyway, thank you, Jamie. Your legacy lives on. Thank you to our Super Serial Box friends, Eli Cash, Cindy Kep, Sharice Collins, Dave Manginelli, Dave Mattingly, Crystal and, Ray, Crystal and Greg Jones. They keep the uh, show going with their contributions, and you too can have your name in lights at buymeacoffee.com slash Pod. And the show is sponsored by Tales of the Decoverse, my book series available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you get books. And of course, Every Beaten Path by Sarah Jenkins, available at your local bookstore. Go check it out. So this morning, we are going to be talking about the Smurfs. It's a Smurfy show this morning. We're going to have a Smurfing good time. And this is a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturdays of our youth while surviving adulthood today. I am John Pica, your host. Avengers comic books, Star Wars movies, and Saturday morning cartoons made me who I am today. And we're called back at the cereal box because when I was a kid, Saturdays meant big bowls of cereal, sitting down to watch cartoons, read comic books, watch kung fu movies, kaiju movies, and in between cartoons, comics, kaiju, and kung fu movies, we were eating big bowls of cereal and reading the back of the cereal box because we didn't have tablets or, or smartphones at the breakfast table on Saturday mornings, and that was our world. And then, if you're like me, around 11 o'clock, my mom said, that's it, get out, and kicked me out of the house. And then we went to the pool or rode our bikes to the mall or just stayed outside until the lights came on, the street lights. 
Anyway, that's our show. That's what we're about. And you get to be a part of the show by commenting in our super chat, just like Chris and Amanda's song swap showdown did. Amanda says, good morning. And I know that's Amanda because we had a conversation on Instagram before the live this morning. So thank you for being with us, Amanda. And let's welcome in our hosts and co-hosts this morning. She is my broadcast partner of 11 years, the co-hostess with the mostest, fantastic actress, model, photographer. She is the original geek girl, the incomparable Miss D. Barty. Good, Good morning, morning. D. Good morning. D, you look beautiful this morning, as always. Thanks. Look at that. <laughs> look at that. And also in the virtual rec room is our emotional support Canadian. She is the peppermint princess, the social media socialite. She is a fan of all things superheroes, specifically X-Men. Please welcome Willow Skyler. Good morning, Willow. Good morning, Willow. And coming to us from her secret beach house at a secret compound somewhere in the United States, she is podcaster and author extraordinaire, host of Coffee and Words, author of Every Beaten Path, and she's also a very talented actress, director, and cosplayer. She is the one, the only Sarah Jenkins. (laughs) And we have a very special guest this morning, a very special guest host, because y'all, I didn't think I was going to be here this morning. This is, this today is uh, the 28th anniversary of uh, my wedding to my wife. And um, uh, we are going on a trip overnight. But I thought we were going to leave at the crack of dawn, early in the morning. And she said, "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh, uh-uh. I ain't getting up that early. So I asked our next host to sub for me. But as it turned out at the last minute, she doesn't need to sub for me. She's going to compliment all of us beautiful people, and she's going to add so much because that's just who she is. She is the host of Cosplay Cafe. She is the uh, co-host of our spinoff, Back Issue Breakfast Club. She is one half of the Phoenix Sisters Cosplay. She is coming to us all the way from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, from a secret basement bunker, the one, the only, Kelly Getner. Good morning, Kelly. Kelly. Good morning. Kelly, where are the rabbits? In the basement. <laughs> are, are they anywhere near you? No. No? I'm sorry. I think I think we need to have a bunny co-host. We do. Okay. Um, yes, I... We need Next to plan time. ahead because the bunnies have their own separate yeah. room. So I need to broadcast. How many how many bunnies do you have? Two. Okay. Hermione and Ginny. <laughs> I love that. Yes. And, and are and are they as magical as their namesakes? Yeah. And last time they co-hosted with me was on DL's show, um, the Ice Cream Queens, and at that time they could not be in cages or in their pens together. Now they can be, which is really exciting to me, because um, yeah, Rabbit, 
Dave Mattingly says, tell me about the rabbits, Kelly. <laughs> rabbit <laughs> Uh, that's why I was actually laughing because yeah <laughs> rabbit husbandry is really complicated and uh rabbit's bonding is interesting I won't bore you all with it but um when we first brought them home we were told they were bonded and they were not so we got a bunny tornado if you've never seen rabbits fight it is vicious they drew blood um oh Especially female rabbits, uh, because yeah, a whole lot of reasons. Raven rabbits. <laughs> now they're bonded. It's really cute. Um, so yeah, we'll have, we'll have that. How long did it take for them to bond? <sighs> too long. Um, yeah. years. It literally it took like I think two years of us trying to. They they were also a little traumatized from being in the shelter for nine months, the first oh, nine months of their okay. lives, and they were in a smaller enclosure together because the shelter thought they were bonded and they weren't, and that was really stressful. Wow, that's that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> that's more I than love, you want to know. <laughs> yeah, I love that they are bonded. I I want to know more, but I have to ask you a question, Kelly. Yeah. So you're ten years old. You're sitting down on a Saturday morning with your big bowl of cereal in front of the TV. What are you watching and what is in your bowl then? Uh, probably that s'more cereal. And oh, I wish I still made it. They do. They, they do? What? Yes. Yes. It's still there. I need it. I have not been able to find it, but I'm going to, I'm going to have to like look online. Okay. And then probably X-Men and Power Rangers. Okay. All right. I love that. I love that. And what's in your bowl this morning? This morning is a little healthier. Honey bunches of oats with almonds. It, I love that cereal. It's so good. And it does have something fun in the back. So uh, Wait, here, let me bring you center yeah, stage. Let's see what that light. is. Okay. So you're supposed to... Shake up the almonds in the tree and see how many words you can make out of almonds in every spoonful. Ooh, I that's know, right? fun. That's a fun little puzzle on a Saturday morning. It's also a little bit more geared towards adults because no kids are eating this cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So when I was a kid, I was into the healthier cereals like <laughs> Honey Bunches of Oats and Almond Crunch and uh, Cracklin' Oat Bran. The mm. old man cereal. It's actually delicious. This cereal is really good. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Sarah, what's in your bowl? Okay, um, I'm going to do a Willet thing. Oh, so, okay. Willet cereal. Well, what I have is um, Dee and I tried this on the show mm. back, I think, around Halloween. So yeah. I've got some Kashi Cinnamon Harvest, but we're going to see if it will s'more. So I've added, speaking of s'mores, Kelly, I've got chocolate chips and marshmallows and cinnamon harvest kashi. I know the answer to this before you even try it. But do you, John? I do. <laughs> I do. All right. And uh, Willow will like my little vintage uh, glass. Of I milk. love that. <laughs> so let's see. Wait, what? wasn't that a candle holder at one point? <laughs> <laughs> It made it look like those wedding candles kind of looked like that back in the <laughs> 70s, I think. 
my mom had something like that. Okay. All right. Let's see what we got here. It's good, but I don't know that it tastes like s'mores. Hmm. But it's good. I feel like it would be pretty hard to really, truly replicate the taste of s'mores. Although everyone tells me the s'more cereal does a really good job of it, Kelly. And I, I'm, I'm going to give you a tip on where you can find it here in just a minute. Willow, what do you got this morning? Well, it looks like all uh, my Fruity Pebbles is all gone. So I'm going to add... Um, Pop-Tarts to uh, my cereal. Ooh. Eat it fast, girl. Eat it fast. Yeah. They, mm -hmm. So, yeah. Tried that. Mm -mm. We loved the Pop-Tarts as cereal. Mm -hmm. But they go soggy so yeah. fast. But it's good. I, I like it. I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. So, will Pop-Tarts cereal? Mm-hmm. Yes. If you eat them fast. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, we know that DBRT completely rejects the premise of the entire show. So all she's got is coffee, unless I force her to do a taste test. Now, this morning, I am going to do a live taste test of this bag cereal from Molto Meal. So there's no back Ooh. of the cereal box this morning. This is the um, what? This is the Piggy. maple bacon donut cereal d i really wanted to get you to do a taste test with me on this it smells delicious it smells just like a, a pancake and a, with a side of bacon that sounds amazing yes the bag is as big as you john yeah. it is it is and malto meal is actually a division of post cereals and this is um on on the bottom on the bottom shelves at the grocery <laughs> store. And Kelly, they do a s'mores cereal from Malto Meal. Ooh. So you just need to look for it in the bag instead of a box. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you right off the bat, first of all, it is a bag and Malto Meal has got it right. There's a Ziploc closure. <gasps> yes. I love this. I love this. Um, of course, because it's a bag, there are no games or anything interesting on it. But um, there is a love it or it's free guarantee. Uh, if, if you don't love it, you uh, can get a full refund. Now, we're going to try it dry first. It smells amazing. <laughs> that does not inspire confidence, John. It's that right. bacon flavoring that just the bacon flavor anything I think is just really gross. Like dry, I like bacon, but like dry bacon. is not so good. But we're gonna add milk, and um, I will tell you that the multi meal cereals are among my favorite. Waffle Crunch is amazing, and uh, their ver their s'mores cereal is fantastic. Um, let's see what we got here. We're gonna try it in milk. Here we go. <laughs> no. Glad I didn't try that with you. Thanks for that. 
Maybe you need to put orange juice in the bowl and try it that way. <laughs> Maybe you should do it with syrup. Yeah. Syrup would actually. Add some extra syrup, syrup on mm. top. Well, I, I'm so disappointed in this because it smells so good. It smells exactly like how it should taste. But dry, it tasted very artificial. Um, I, I, you know, I feel like it would benefit from real bacon bits. If Ugh. they, if they oh, got, no, 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 no. If they got, listen, D, if they got <laughs> rid of the fake bacon flavor and, and they just did the oat cereal with maple syrup and real bacon bits, that would be phenomenal. Well, bacon cereal. Mm-hmm. So we could just do like bowls of bacon and milk and with a little maple. I'm Some so disappointed up on top. Until I, 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 I'm disappointed in myself because I actually had leftover bacon from yesterday's breakfast, and my husband even like before he ate it all uh, this morning, he offered me one. I'm just like, no, not right now. And <laughs> But yeah, next time. Okay. <laughs> I offered. <laughs> it's a the, disembodied voice. <laughs> the longer the longer it is in the milk, the better it gets. But I don't think I would go for this again. Hmm. I'm so disappointed because multi meal is knocking it out of the park with everything else they put out. Well, you but, need to get your money back, John. Love it or it's free, guaranteed. Uh -oh. Free bag. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to still finish it, maybe. But <laughs> Why? I'm not thrilled with it because I'm starving. But uh, to answer your question, Sarah, about will bacon cereal, the answer is yes. And bacon will milkshake. Have oh. you ever had a bacon milkshake? Oh, Amazing. Oh, bacon's kind of versatile in that way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> bacon's great. Mm -hmm. <sighs> come on, come on, D. What do now like we to know? I'll come over. We'll make some bacon shakes. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> hey, right around the corner from your house, D, is Denny's restaurant. Mm -hmm. And Denny's does bacon, maple bacon sundaes, and maple bacon milkshakes. I need I to go to Denny's go, more uh, often. Yeah, you I want you to go right now. From there. John, can we do a Denny's segment? You know what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Let me let me know when you guys do this, and then I'll go to my local Denny's. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Things are happening on the show today, people. This is going to be epic. And we're going to have D try all of the bacon stuff. <laughs> wow, D looks pissed. And so, are we gonna have to tire down while we do this? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> we will escape. Probably so. Because I don't know why you pick up. Why do I keep coming back for this torture? Because you love us, D. Because you're love a you. masochist. Ugh, well, so anyway, uh, yeah, not not a fan of the maple bacon, but D, just for you. Uh oh. Oh, See, I, at least I'm nice enough to not do that, D. I know, Willow. Thank you. <laughs> well, it is time for viewer comments. 
and we've got a ton. We've got a ton. So the Chris and Amanda show says, ha, 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 yes. That means that it is Amanda watching. So <laughs> welcome. Good morning, Amanda. And let's see. <laughs> I just got a request to make pizza for my son. I will be right back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> While we do viewer comments, uh, Larry Mopar Hardiman says, good morning, D. D- just, just D? Is Larry, are you only a fan of our resident blonde? Yes. <laughs> Larry, I uh, I do have to say that I love your name. Um, me and my husband were huge on the Mopar thing, so I really hope that that Mopar uh, middle name of yours is actually for the Mopar cars. That is my father. <laughs> that is why he is only a fan of me. <laughs> oh, I see how you are, Larry. I get it. I see how you are. Eli T. Cash is in the house, and he says, holy smurf, son of a smurf, mother smurf. What the smurf? Because we're talking about the smurfs this morning. Smurf. And um, J.D., Javier Diaz says, can I just say that's a marvel- marvelous Stay, Push- Stay Puff Marshmallow Man behind D. Barty. He loves it. You missed that episode. <laughs> yeah, so... JD, there's a whole episode where she acquired that Marshmallow Man. And basically, that Marshmallow Man created complete and total chaos on the show. I hate that Marshmallow Man. (laughs) We could not say anything. So we were live. We're in a live location. We were all together. And we were at a convention. And they were right across from us setting up all the Ghostbusters stuff. And everybody knows I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Ghostbusters. So he pulls out the Marshmallow Man like behind this cabinet and like in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah and I are like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I must have. It was like a phoenix rising from the ashes. You know, it was like, <laughs> John's in the middle of talking and all of a sudden we're like, <laughs> we isn't me. It lives. <laughs> You control of us when when we're live. Uh, you lost your blessed <laughs> mind. You screamed. Ah! It's true. As one does when confronted by the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh Javier Diaz JD says Pop Pop Tart s'mores are awesome. I think that's s'mores Pop Tarts. So um I I've Ooh. not had those. Could you but... make a pop tart s'more? Yeah, like, yeah. Take pop tarts and do yeah. stuff, and then oh, you could probably do the chocolate pop tarts. Like instead of the chocolate bar, use the pop tart. No, I think you would still want to use the chocolate bar. Use the pop tart as like the graham cracker cr- or the graham cracker, yeah. cr- the graham cracker, and like marshmallow and chocolate, and grill it on something. I don't know. I I think. I think that would be a winner. Uh, oh, yeah, I think we need to make that happen, Sarah. What is going I'm, on I'm with down for it. Uh, Dave Mattingly says, I also come with a love it or free guarantee. It's good oh, to know. Dave. Good to know, Dave. We love you, Dave. 
Our frequent co-host, Andrew Milden, says, good morning, super Drew. friends. Good morning, Drew. And he says, French Toast Crunch is S-tier level cereal. What does S-tier mean? Oh, S. well, now there's like an S-plus tier or something. It's gone to other levels. It's like top-notch, basically, S-tier. Okay. I've not had the French Toast Crunch yet, which is surprising because I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch and all of the Toast Crunch cereals. I need to put that one on my list. Um, and Dave Mattingly says, it's almost like they didn't even miniaturize pancakes and bacon after all. I know, Dave, I'm so, I'm so upset. I mean, it's, art, it's so clearly artificially colored, artificially bacon flavored flakes on the oat rings. I'm so disappointed. All I want, all I want now is a real Maple glazed donut with bacon on top. D, I'm telling you, it's <laughs> phenomenal. You've got to try it, and we will make you try it. Um, Eli T. Cash says, honey nut Cheerios mixed with bacon bits. Oh, God, what are y'all doing? God. <laughs> that, that's a good start. And look, Andrew Milden says, bacon! Yes, bacon. <laughs> By itself, leave it alone. <laughs> well, I want to know if bacon in the French toast crunch cereal <gasps> will be good. Ooh, next week, we y'all. Drew try on it. to try that on the show. Hmm. No. Nope. <laughs> the wheels turning. Sarah, I had a lot you, of wheels going. <laughs> you are, you, uh, please write this down because you are coming up with so much great content. You are such a phenomenal contributor to this show. I'm so glad you joined us. I feel John, like cereal companies need to pay me for these ideas. Like, where do I sign up for that? You need a cookbook, Sarah, is what it is. A non cooking <laughs> cookbook. Box cookbook. Ooh. Oh, hey, there we go. Write it down. We need to make it happen. <laughs> Dave yeah. Mattingly says, ha, ha, ha. Yes, certainly means it's Amanda watching because Chris would never laugh like that. That's funny. Talking about Amanda uh, Amanda watching from the Chris and Amanda show. Uh, Javier Diaz says, LOL, nice. I have to watch it, D. Is it on YouTube? What? Wait, what? The episode with the Marshall. Oh, yes, it is on YouTube and it's on <laughs> Facebook. Um, it is live from the Fairview Arts Council uh, event, uh, what, about maybe three months ago? Four months ago? I don't remember. We, we I've slept since then. Yep. 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 And Sakotumi says, I do s'mores Pop-Tarts for camping. Oh. So she, she already knows. Maybe she needs to teach us a thing or two. Yeah. And she says, I need to track down your YouTube. It's really easy, Sakatumi. It's back of the cereal box on YouTube. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> See how that works? Um, and Dave Mattingly says, can you eat French Toast Crunch if you don't speak French? <coughs> oui, monsieur. <laughs> Does that count? Parlez-vous français? There we go. We're we're in. We're in like Flynn, baby. 
And Eli T. Cash says, I am very disappointed. Yes, I am very disappointed. Um, I don't know the Gary Oldman Zorg reference, but I am very disappointed in this serial. And Andrew says, don't tempt me with a good time, ma'am. I think he's referring to you, D. Barty. What did I do? Carl. I don't know what that means. Carl Witzman, I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know. Carl Witzman asks, hey there, are we talking Smurfs? Well, yes, we are, Carl, but we got to do the, the other segments first. <laughs> now, now, that is a great segue. That is a great segue. Does any, I don't have any new loot this week. I've been on a loot freeze for the last month. The only thing I've shown off is what's been sent to us by potential sponsors or uh, potential, uh, you know, people who say, oh, here, here you go. Here's a game if you show it off on the air. All right. Yeah, sure. Uh, anybody else have anything that they want to show and tell this morning? I bought a couple Aww. dresses. Look what Drew posted. <laughs> Can we just share this comment, please? This one? <laughs> yes. In it, Drew Milden says it was for the bacon taste test that Sarah came up with, not UD. You're an angel. <laughs> so, Drew. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> Drew, here's the question Do you have a Denny's near you? Oh, I'm sure and, he does. There's like a million out there. Well, not in Middle Tennessee. There's only one, and that's around the corner from your house. That's not true. That's yes, not it is. True. Yes, no, it's not. There's one in Antioch as well. Not anymore. What? Gone. <laughs> oh man. Gone. It closed almost ten years ago. D. You need to get out more. D doesn't get out much. <laughs> I don't go to that area anymore. <laughs> I used to live there. No thanks. Look, it's really easy to find a Denny's though. Look for the La Quinta. <laughs> La Quinta is Spanish for just behind Denny's. <laughs> we don't have one of those out here. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, yeah, all right. So, Denny's, apparently, <laughs> what's that? Bougie Denny's out here. <laughs> it is, and you know what? You can always walk right in and get a seat right away at that Denny's. Yeah. It's time for this week in the rec room, and this week in the rec room, we are talking about. The 1981 through 1989 Saturday morning animated series, The Smurfs. And you guys, can I can I admit something on air? Please. I never liked the Smurfs. <laughs> Thank Whoa. you. I, I load I loathe them entirely. I'm not I, surprised. Listen, the only reason I would watch this on Saturday mornings was in the background because it came on in between two of my favorite shows. I, I think the programmers for NBC were really clever, and so they put it on in between two really popular shows. So 
but I hated this show. Stuck in my head. I thought your mom wouldn't allow you to watch it. Well, okay, so that's the second. That's the second part of this. Maybe, maybe my parents. How could you not watch this show? Maybe my parents influenced my attitude a little bit because I grew up in a very uh, fundamentalist evangelical assemblies of God Pentecostal church where Satan was around every corner devil worshipers and satanic cults were behind every bush growing up and so my parents followed the teaching of our pastor who believed that the Smurfs were a satanic communist propaganda tool to spread socialism and homosexuality through Saturday morning TV. And here was their justification. Obviously, Papa Smurf is big brother, you know, big government. He wears red. That's the color of the communists. And and it is true that the Smurf society was a socialist society. Um, that, that was true. Uh, true socialism on display in the Smurf village, but that's not a bad thing. Um, but here's here was the other justification. There were 99 male Smurfs and one Smurfette and not a single baby being two. born. There were two Smurfettes. Not until season six, Willow. Right. So, I so mean, obviously, you have to look at the times. Like men ruled the world, and there weren't a lot, a, a lot of women allowed on TV unless they look like Smurfette at that at that time. Well, and and look know. at Smurfette. She's she's sending off the signals right there, and <laughs> none of those boys are paying attention to her at all. <laughs> Papa Smurf is Papa Smurfy's got a little Smurfy grin on. Yes, yeah, he is kind of looking. Maybe, he, maybe, maybe he's our sugar daddy. Yeah, maybe they're smurfing in the backyard or behind <laughs> the mushrooms. Smurfing ain't easy. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's why. Why is it got to be a conspiracy theory? And I, you know what? I never even realized that that <clears throat> she was the only girl, like ever. I just love the Smurfs. Like I, I they, that wasn't a thing in my kid brain, you know. Yeah. Well, it was for me because I had a pastor who was preaching it from the pulpit. Yeah. So was there like a smart sermon? Well, I have to I know like, now. Yeah. So here, here, I remember the morning pretty, pretty, uh, pretty pl- clearly uh, because he preached against the Smurfs and Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> and the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. I loved, I adored that one. And, um, you know, so. And I, there was another there was another cartoon that came on around the same era called Pandemonium, and for I'm going to do a deep dive into Christian mythology here. Pandemonium is a section of hell where the demons actually live. So obviously there was a demonic cartoon on TV 
that the demons took the form of three panda bears. And then when they combined, they became a giant demon panda bear. So he preached against those three cartoons for kids, you know, and parents, if you're letting your kids watch these, you're, you're, you're sending your children to hell. You know what, Johnny? I'm laughing because uh, it, uh, one of the churches that I belonged to as a kid, uh, forcefully, uh, was uh, it actually had a sermon on how evil Pokemon was. So, yeah, absolutely, it, it, it's a thing. And so, well, do you remember in the '80s though? There was a lot of like Satan hysteria. Um, Procter and Gamble was under fire. Like people were not buying Crest tooth toothpaste because yes. supposedly there was a symbol on the back. I think a crescent moon or something. And so they were saying it was a satanic owned company. And well, yeah, no, that that was the climate in the '80s. Uh, the they still do that today, yeah. though. Like yeah. there, there's Not, a it, there was no, a video no, no. on uh, on uh, on uh, one woman had done this huge thing about monster, and it's like numerology, and it's like what? <laughs> well, it, it's not today. It's not like it was in the in the mid eighties. Uh, Kelly said what exactly the satanic panic. I, I'm telling you that in the mid eighties. Fundamental churches saw Satan everywhere. It was literally, when I say around every corner and behind every bush, I am not lying. I was branded a Satanist because I did magic. One of my best friends, one of my best friends, their parents would not let him play with me anymore because yep. obviously I was under the thumb of Satan. But yet, uh, but yet, Disney was a huge staple in all of these Christian homes. Mm -hmm. No, no, not not in the eighties. It wasn't. What what was I miss that? Disney, no. Disney, oh, Disney was a staple in a lot of Christian homes, and yet they a lot of their movies dealt with magic. Mm -hmm. No, no, in the eighties, Disney was not. No, yeah, Disney was verboten. For that so, reason, I mean, I grew up with Disney was was in my house all the time, so I don't know. I had a different, uh, well, I had a different childhood. This is interesting. Yeah, Disney yeah. was in mine too. Yeah, but we were... lucky I for had... me. Go ahead. That was more nineties though, so you know. Whatever. I was gonna say, I had friends whose parents burned, like had a big old bonfire of wow. CDs and movies, everything they thought was satanic. It, this was. Wow. This was a serious satanic panic thing. Oh. Yeah. Granted, this was in the 90s. My friends were teenagers at the time, but this was stemming from this fear. I I remember uh dealing with that in the small town that I lived in. They it, like my my foster mom was gathering some stuff to burn as well. Wow. Well, yeah, we, we can have a whole episode of that uh, later on a cryptic crunch episode. So let's go back to the <laughs> oh. first. <laughs> well, so so lucky for me and all of us, we can get all eight seasons of the Smurfs on DVD and Blu-ray. Seasons one through eight. It ran from 1981 to 1989. I, that's hard for me to believe. And do you guys know that it started before it came to the U.S.? And this is one of the 
parts of the conspiracy theory. It was created by a Swedish artist named Peo, which wasn't even his real name. It was a fake name because he had to protect himself. Anyway, um, and because he was a spy. Yeah, the Smurfs <laughs> became popular ah! because of these PVC toys. What the and heck? Where's the green one? He's very sick. He ate some bad cereal. He doesn't feel well. Yeah. So these were only available in specialty retail, like Hallmark stores. And I, you know, I remember seeing these. I even owned one because my grandmother bought me one. Um, and they they were, you know, in all these different scenarios, like the cop and the Look, he's the, brushing his teeth with the crest toothpaste. Yeah. Oh yeah. no. Oh that is like doubling down. <laughs> Clearly satanic. No, no, no. That's Colgate. It's a red. It's a red tube. Well, that's communist. It's red. It's red. And uh, and then and then after the TV, you know, when the TV show became popular, they had the Super Nintendo game. And um, that's yeah. how you know you've made it. I missed that one. Yeah, I know. How did I, I miss the Nintendo game? Yeah, me too. Well. And then I did not know this. I knew that there was a movie with, uh, you know, uh, Patrick Patrick Harris. What? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> the Smurfs movie with Patrick Harris. And then wait, Neil it Patrick. gets better. There's a Smurfs two. There's a sequel, but then there's a third one called <laughs> Smurfs: The Lost Village, and you all look at some of the artwork on this. This was fully CGI animated and it was, I mean, it was gorgeous. I thought I had another frame, but look at, I mean, it was a gorgeous movie. I didn't even know it existed until this week, but I own one of these. I couldn't tell you which one it is. I own, but <laughs> yeah. And, and this, this third one came out in I think uh, 2019 why does so it look like Avatar? <laughs> well, it does. It does. It does. But that movie spun off a brand new TV series that started in 2019 through 2020, just called The Smurfs. And it, it is CGI animated, but they kept the... Uh, traditional style and they introduced a bunch of girl smurfs yeah they, we live in different times see they heard the conspiracy <laughs> theories and there is a whole bunch of girl smurfs now but um and that movie spun off new action figures oh my gosh look what <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to the comments in just a minute Dean. Um, hold on hold on <laughs> But here's what I want. I want to get my hands on the Smurf game from Milton Bradley. Oh, that's cool. I want to play it. I want that now. I would totally play that. Game and night. You guys, I was shocked to find this. This is the Smurf Road Race Village set. What's it is an RC slot car racing set. Okay, at first I thought it said Road Rage. I did I too. Like, <laughs> I did too. And of course, you can't have a Smurf board game without Smurf Monopoly. This one I would play. 
Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. John, I think I told you I had Smurf sheets in the 80s. And I, that was, I only had two character sheet sets um, in the 80s as a small child. And the Smurfs was one of them. And <laughs> Devil I worship the Smurfs every night. <laughs> oh, this is, this is funny. Dave Mattingly says Smurf 3 when you order Avatar from Wish. That's what I was laughing at. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is like funny. Every, every Saturday morning. Or, I like or Smurfs 2 comment. <laughs> or Smurfs 3. Oh, we have Avatar at home. <laughs> and Smurfs 2. Too Smurf, too furious. That should have been the tagline. Oh my God. Dave Mattingly, why are the studios not hiring you to do their marketing? Because people might have seen that movie if it had that tagline. They're sleeping on Dave. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny stuff, but there's more fun facts about the Smurfs that you did not know. And Willow, Kelly, and Sarah are going to take us down this Smurfy trip. And um, Sarah, I'll let you start first. Wait, which link? Oh, I see. Okay, I have. I had the wrong link open. You sent me multiple links. I did. <laughs> I give. I All give right. our hosts a lot of homework. Yeah, That's I mean, true. it's it's really. I'm easy. not the only one that doesn't do it. <laughs> Although I did it last week, I was the only one that did. All right, I'm ready. I've got this. Go ahead. Lay All right. So the Smurfs were the result of a silly dinner conversation. All right. Pierre Colliford, a.k.a. Peyo, was dining with a friend when he had one of those momentary lapses of vocabulary we all experience from time to time. Peyo couldn't remember the word for salt. So he asked his friend to pass the shrumpf. Mocking him, his friend responded with, here's the shrumpf. When you are done shrumping, shrumpf it back. And this sparked an idea. And les shrumps, or however you say that, it's something French that I can't pronounce, were born <laughs> in comic strip form shortly thereafter. This, of course, was translated to the Smurfs when they hit the American market. That is so cool. I, I love, love that. <laughs> Kelly? All right. Number two, the cartoon series was created when an NBC executive spied his daughter playing with a plush Smurf doll. After observing how much she loved the doll, he decided that the shrumps might be a good fit for his Saturday morning cartoon fest. It was. It aired for nine seasons. So Johnny apparently it was nine seasons, not eight. Well, math is hard. <laughs> Especially in the morning. Yes. On Saturday. <clears throat> this early. So it all for for the uh for the animated series it really snarred started um, <laughs> speaking is hard too it started it smarted it smurfed with uh the <laughs> plush toy because an executive saw the daughter playing with the plush toy that's awesome see you never know what's going to happen willow what's next the Smurfs are specifically three apples tall. <laughs> yep. That's that's all it says for that one. Okay. Three Is apples like tall. See, I thought they were smaller than that. I do too. Three I mean... apples, that's like nine inches tall. <clears throat> on on the TV show, they, they look 
They're like but, tiny little, yeah. Yeah, they look like they're three inches tall. I mean, maybe three berries tall. I, I can get that, get behind that, but three apples tall? Yeah. I don't know. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Unless, what's his name? Gar Gargamel? Gargamel. Yeah, Gargamel. It's like a giant. Yeah, well, that could be. Like no, no, no. He, he's average height. He just looks very tall compared to the Smurfs. Exactly. So they're not this tall. So <laughs> I I never, I hated to watch the show. I loathe it. But I, even I know that the villain was Gargamel and his cat's name was Azriel. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a demon name. Yeah, I can, I can oh, see why. I, Evangelical yeah. Christians were up in arms. Well, actually, Azrael was a, a an angel, an archangel, Azrael. Oh, never mind. But but Dave is accurate. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. It's um, now if you take out the R in Azrael, you get Azazel, and Azazel was a demon. That's One of I the generals of. of Lucifer's demon army. See what you get when you watch the <laughs> we, show. You, people read way too much into this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, Sarah. All right. Well, the white hat the Smurfs all wear has been around for ages and are called Phrygian or Phrygian cats. They are often considered symbols of liberty were once found on the tops of Liberty Poles. What is a Liberty Pole? And you can see one on the seal of the United States Senate as well. What? I did not know this. I, I didn't know this either. What? They're symbols the of liberty. See? So it was not a good show. It was a show about liberty for all. <laughs> so it's not communist. Justice it's not communist. and liberty for all. There you go. By the oh, way, no, wait, wait. Does that mean it was a libertarian show? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> So there's the plush toy that it all started with. Aww. And uh, the hat that she's referring to is the Liberty hat. So I've never buy me a plush toy. I want one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've never heard that about the hat. Liberty hat? What? Of course, number five is because the Smurfs shared all of their possessions. Some people thought this was a barely veiled attempt to brainwash children into communist ways. <laughs> Never mind that it was probably teaching children to share. That's what I'm saying. See, I I told you it wasn't just my mm -hmm. family. This was a thing. No. I know. Wait, but okay. they teach children Isn't to that, share. Of course, Isn't some that people. What, like, the early church did though, John. Didn't they like all like band together and support each other and yeah how did your pastor preach that one okay sorry <laughs> we're, so, we're not going down that road finish kelly <laughs> sorry she gets keeps getting interrupted <laughs> some people also thought the um phrygian hats meant that the smurfs were a sect of the ku klux klan and others right. claim the smurfs were neo-nazis promoting an Aryan race because of the lone blonde female in the group. In fact, keep in mind, they are blue. They are blue. Mm -hmm. None of those things were true. Peo's son stated that the Smurfs had no political undertones at all. And the only messages his father wanted to impart were those of friendship and love. It, it does not surprise me that a show that wanted to impart those messages was misunderstood 
in so many ways. <laughs> wow. See, it, it does not shock me. It, it wasn't just my family. <sighs> this was a thing. Of course it was. It, anytime you try to spread good messages, <laughs> people read the worst possible things into them because they're like, no, that can't possibly be true. And then that's how Caillou ends up being on on TV for way longer than it should have. So, so guilty secret, I actually found Caillou kind of amusing. Anyway, Carl Witzman says, friendship and love? How radical. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to post the other comment. Because um, <laughs> that will offend a lot of people, Carl. But uh, we got gotcha, you. We got gotcha. you. And so, but talking about the the name Azazel being derived out of Azrael, um, Eli T. Cash does say the angel of death, Azrael. That's right. He was the angel of death. But Azazel, says Dave Mattingly, is also part of the Laverne and Shirley theme song, before Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated, they sing Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated, according to Molly Daniels. So there you go. You've just learned something new, D. Barty. Did you ever watch Laverne and Shirley, D. Barty? Yes, all the time. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So what else, Willow? What else do we got? What's the next one? <clears throat> Karina, uh, sorry, Karina uh, Gore's Secret Service code name was Smurfette, which she has apparently regretted ever since. In 1997, she said, "Ever since I was put on the spot and told two syllables, it has it has to start with uh, with an S, I have been cringing in the back seat when I uh, when I identified as Smurfette." Why? That's cute. So, so that is the uh, Vice President Al Gore's daughter, who lives Aww. here in Middle Tennessee, by the way. Oh. Yeah, that's cool. where they are from. Yep, 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 yep. Smurfette lives in Nashville. Maybe we should call her up. Maybe we should go. <laughs> she do might a come live... on the show. We might. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. She could come to right. Denny's with us. Uh, write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Invite Smurfette to Denny's. Yes. Maybe yes. don't call her Smurfette since apparently she doesn't like. Yeah, being I don't know. I don't need the Secret Service coming after me. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think you're fine in Canada. <laughs> do you have a Secret Service in Canada? We we do. Uh, just it's not known as the Secret Service. What do they call it? The Gestapo. <laughs> the RCMP. No. <laughs> the what? Is it? The RCMP. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. I thought the Royal Canadian Mounty Police was just the Royal Canadian Mounty Police. I didn't know that Wait, was. Well, it's kind of, it, they kind of do double duty. Oh. I now, learned I something. Guess, Thank you. I, I it's because we don't have them that much money. <laughs> So Eli Cash just said, guys, Firefox's autocorrect wanted me to change Azrael <laughs> to Azazel. Because I feel better. Is running deep. And by the way, just so that you know, the uh, artificial bacon flavored flakes are not setting well. See? I'm, 
I'm you starting to get a little bacon. bit nauseous. You just have bacon and cereal. No, Please. bacon belongs absolutely in cereal, but not artificial mm. bacon. All right. So, uh, Sarah, do we have another one? We do. Um, and to answer the age old question, because everyone is on the edge of their seat right now, about <laughs> what color does a Smurf turn when it's choking? If anyone does not know, it's purple. I knew that it was purple. <laughs> You've and choked it some Smurfs in your day, Jenny. <laughs> Oh. Johnny's out back choking his Smurf. Y'all, we gotta finish the show. <laughs> oh. We're no longer allowed on Saturday mornings. <laughs> I don't know why Johnny keeps inviting me back, y'all. Me either. Oh. No, see, all right. So here was here was Sarah. She she drew the line. Kelly went right up to the line, but D jumped the line hey. and went into the ditch. Did you expect anything less? Oh my goodness. All right, Kelly, what's another Smurfy fact that we don't know? The Smurfs showed up at a bunch of Kings Entertainment Amusement Parks in the mid-80s. Kings Island near Cincinnati had a boat ride that took people through a Smurf village or through the Smurf Village, King's Dominion had Smurf Mountain, Great America had a little roller coaster called the Blue Streak, and Carowinds had a children's play area called Smurf Island. Since then, they have all been replaced with different rides. Yep, yep. The Smurfs just aren't as popular as they once were. Alas. And was that number nine? That was number eight. Okay, so number nine, Willow. There are some Smurfs from the original comics that never made it into the cartoon. These include Alchemist Smurf, Timid Smurf, Enamored Smurf, Finance Smurf, which kind of is uh, the nerdy one, um, <laughs> Mango Smurf, Smurf, Lumberjack Smurf, Pastry Cook Smurf, and Submariner Smurf. Kate and Navigator Smurf. Some of these you couldn't even, I couldn't even say properly. Can you imagine kids saying pastry cook Smurf? Okay, I want to see Finance Smurf in a cartoon. <laughs> yes. Give well, him his own solo. I think they called well, his Brainy, Brainy Smurf. Smurf. Though. Yeah, Brainy Smurf. And, and they did have a baker, Baker Smurf. So that's the pastry chef Smurf. They just <laughs> changed his name. But Alchemist Smurf? I'm telling you, that would have fed the satanic panic, right? Alchemists are awesome, okay? <laughs> Again, that that there's a reason why we have Brainy Smurf. Is he fits all that. That's true. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, <laughs> oh, this, this, no, this is not funny, though. Carl Witzman says, newsflash, John B. Pika is now in custody. <laughs> This was after you were um yeah, no. about <laughs> Sarah, what's the number 10 Smurfy fact that we don't know about the Smurfs? All right. Well, the world record for people dressed as Smurfs was set in 2009 in Swansea, Wales. More than 2,500 people crammed into a nightclub dressed in blue and white and weren't allowed to have any natural skin showing in order to count toward the record. The previous record had been set a year before with 1,253 Smurfs gathered in Castle Blaney, Ireland. 
So should wow. we try that on the show? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Ooh. not painting okay. myself blue. That's a lot of blue people. It is a lot of blue Com people. Complete blue body paint. I think yeah. I think that's like a TikTok video waiting to happen. Oh, it's the Smurf challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Oh my gosh. Well, so as you guys may have gathered just by some of the facts that we've shared, the the Smurf fandom they run hard. I had no idea that th there was like this hardcore Smurf fandom that is obsessed with collecting Smurfs. And they're, a, they're like, um, you've probably never heard of Annie people. Annie people is the Annie fan club. They're kind of like deadheads. They go from town to town and see productions of the musical Annie and they collect all of the Annie merchandise and memorabilia. It's, I only know this because I played Rooster in a production of Annie and the Annie people descended. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> but, but the Smurf people, the Smurfers, the Smurf herders, they, I don't know what they're called. Smurfs International. I like Smurf Herder personally. They, I like that. that. That's a great name. They are like intense and like have content, you know, like collecting uh, contests every year and uh, they have conventions. And I, I had no idea. There's a Smurf Con? Yes. And I think that's what it's called Smurf Con International. <laughs> Where I don't is know, it John. Located? The the bronies are still my favorite. The bronies? Yeah. <laughs> are are the bronies I, still a thing, though? I've not seen them in a yeah, while. Yeah, they I are. They're, they're kind of like a mixture uh, mixed in with the furry uh, fandom. They're not my favorite, but they're a thing. Yep. So where's SmurfCon? I don't know. We're going to have to fi figure that out. But um, mm -hmm. well, Dave that Mattingly says... I would have thought the world record for people dressed as Smurfs would be one. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Carl Witzman said, I actually dressed as a Smurf for Halloween once for a kid's thing. I was lucky to get the blue off my face. We have got to see those pictures. 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 There's didn't got happen. to be a picture of Carl Witzman as Papa Smurf somewhere. I want to see it. O-M-G. And he said, the things you do for charity. Carl Witzman, oh, we got to see those pictures. And and you guys know that the, the uh, Broadway sensation Blue Man Group were inspired by the Smurfs? I did not know that. Yeah. They, they were thinking one night, wouldn't it be cool to paint ourselves blue and beat drums with paint on them on stage? As one does on a yeah. Friday night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's, I, I think that's all, all you need to know about the Smurfs. Dee, did you have any idea that the Smurf hole was that deep? No, I just liked the Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> I will did, pay you, Johnny, to never say Smurf hole again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There is a website that is dedicated to uh, 
Smurfs collection. Uh, blue yeah, Um I'm not really seeing anything as far as conventions go on Google right now, but yeah, there's Google lies. Like, uh, <laughs> Google is also a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> there are like Smurf gatherings well, from like ooh. everywhere. Yeah. France yeah. had one in 2020. Now, Carl makes an excuse for us. Carl <laughs> Witzman says, that was way before people had cameras with them all the time. Sorry. 1982 or 1983. And Marley Daniels counters with, no one had a camera on Halloween, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to believe that. I'm with her. So I would believe that the pictures may have been lost to time because once you print them out, they get misplaced. We'll give you a pass, Carl. This means you just need to paint yourself blue again and take another picture. There you go. Yeah. Or come on the show painted blue. <laughs> I'd love to see that. I would love to see that. <laughs> Dave Mattingly says, Carl Witzman, I dressed as Daffy Duck Robin Hood one year. Not easy to get all of that off either. I know gluing those feathers on and getting the glue <laughs> off, you know, that's got to be a challenge. So anyway, anyway, speaking of Dave Mattingly, I, I want to show this piece of artwork that he created for our fan art contest. Ooh. That's so cute. Oh my gosh. It's evil Sarah. <laughs> She's angry. <laughs> I love that so much, Dave. I love that so much. So we were supposed to start voting on entries this week. However, we've only had two. So I am, I am setting the uh, deadline back to March 1st to get in your fan art for our contest. We will start voting March 1st and... Send in your fan art. All you have to do is uh, choose one or all of us and uh, create a piece of art that puts us into a situation or scenario or, you know, whatever. I should probably be more clear. Family-friendly, preferably. Yes. Family-friendly. <laughs> okay, but no, that one's my favorite. I don't, I don't care what other ones you get. That one's my favorite. It's so cute. Well, so we will start voting on March 1st and the... We're going to vote on our Facebook page and the piece of art that gets the most votes, the most likes, the most hearts uh, will win a hundred dollars. So, so get that wow. fan art in ladies and gentlemen, otherwise Dave Mattingly may just win it by default, which I'm okay with. Well, do you not get to show the other one? Well, I didn't load it. Oh. Um, yeah, I maybe I can get it up. The picture that is. <laughs> Kelly, what have this you done to our show? Why do you keep inviting me? I don't understand. What has happened? Also, you said it, so oh, I don't know what you expected. <laughs> I'm sure that influence y'all. We need to scroll back up because Carl had a great comment that is very fitting. Let me, Where was it? It was it was very fitting after um, Drew was calling Dee an angel. 
Oh, that's way up there. Kelly, it's way up there. You, you, go ahead and put, you have admin privileges. Post yep, it yep. up there. I'm looking for it while you're looking for this image. Do, do, do. Yeah. Ah, there it is. Carl Witzman says, D may be an angel, but let's talk about Willow and Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Satanic panic right here, y'all. There's I'm, a reason why I'm wearing red. <laughs> well, what you guys don't know is that in the background this week, in our in our host chat, um, my suggestion that I wasn't allowed to watch the Smurfs because it was satanic, communist, homosexual propaganda um, sparked a group therapy session. <laughs> no Between joke. me and Sarah. <laughs> It was, it was, it was epic. I'm so glad I could serve the two of you in <laughs> such a function. Like um, I, I had some good moments of uh, being in foster care, but you know, those good, those good moments are very much, you know, rare in terms of how, what kind of terror that I had to be, be forced into. <laughs> All right. So I, I've got the other image that was submitted. And and actually, Dave Mattingly submitted three pieces of art, um, oh. but only two people submitted. So, but this is the other artist, and I'm going to put this up on the screen, and you guess which one of our regular fans created this piece of artwork. Eli. Eli. Yep. So this is me that's in the driver's awesome. seat, and that's him with the... Uh, <laughs> And listen, that is him. He does really have a tentacle for an arm. That's, that's true. And we're on our way to a con, apparently. So. I love it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, get your fan art in. Uh, you can do that uh, just by email or uh, uh, direct message on Facebook. Uh, email is back of the cereal box. No, it's cereal box podcast at gmail.com. So, uh, you can get that in. The winner wins a hundred dollars. All right, ladies, any last minute thoughts? We're actually kind of kind of close to end on time. And and this was a lot of fun this morning. One thing that I'm surprised that uh the 10 Smurfy facts didn't touch on about the Smurfs. How they spawn <laughs> is the fact that they show up in their magic mushroom houses just randomly. <laughs> Okay, so time. another thing, the mushrooms are not this big, right? So smurfs <laughs> cannot be this big. They can't be nine inches tall <laughs> if they're living in mushrooms, right? Well, unless they were gigantic Wonderland style mushrooms, unless yeah. they were hobbit houses. <laughs> well, and and in that case, Gargamel would not have any problem finding the Smurf village because remember, he could never find the Smurf village if the <laughs> mushrooms were that big. I mean. Just look out your window, and there you go. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the comment, because someone commented about how there was a theory that the Smurfs were golems created by Gargamel. Well, that theory, Kelly, is because Smurfette was a golem created by Gargamel. She was oh, created by him right. to infiltrate the Smurf village and betray them and tempt them with her feminine wiles to but lead it didn't them. Work. It didn't work because... They're okay. 
This is the theory. Because they're all big, strong men who resisted temptation. That's what it was. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> or maybe they're all asexual. Okay. Maybe that it's an asexual it race. That could be it too. Listen, we've offended everyone in our viewing <laughs> audience this morning. So you're, you're welcome. welcome. This is what happens when you let me on the show. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we love you. you, Kelly. We love, love you, Kelly. Too. Love you too. Well, guys, we are going to go because I've still got to shower and pack for our romantic anniversary trip. Woo-woo. So, yep, I'm going to go do that and get out of town. And uh, you guys, <laughs> as far away from us as possible. <laughs> Happy anniversary, Johnny. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, if there's not an episode next week, it's because uh, Kelly's innuendo has got to shut down <laughs> and uh, off the air. But um, Kelly, tell everyone what's going on with you, Sisters uh, Phoenix Sisters Cosplay and mm-hmm. Cosplay Cafe. Where can they follow, find, and support you? All right. Well, um, I am Phoenix Sisters Cosplay on all social media. Also, please check my website, kellygetner.com. That's K-E-L-L-Y-G-U-E-N-T-N-E-R, because I'm going to be launching Indiegogo very, very soon to fund my audiobook of my first novel, Scorcher. I'm really excited about it. I've got my friend Kansas Badu and Chris Showers. You all know Chris Showers signed on to be my narrators. The Indiegogo is so I can pay them what they're worth. That's literally all it is. I'm not trying to make money off the Indiegogo. I just want to pay them a fair wage. (laughs) Um, And oh my gosh, I've got, I've got half of the ad done and I want to show it off so bad, but because I'm really, really excited. So this is a project I'm just super psyched about. So please, please keep an eye on my stuff for it and support us because you'll be supporting some really talented narrators and an indie author. And yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, Sarah, where can they follow, find and support you? So authorsarahjenkins.com, author Sarah Jenkins on the socials. Uh, I am on co-host of two broadcasters uh, available on all podcast platforms and host of Coffee and Words on YouTube. I listened to broadcasters last week. Which one did you listen to? The the one from the beach. Oh, the latest one? We've got like five Baja episodes coming out. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. It was good. It was good. It was fun. It was fun. Willow, what about you? Where can people find, follow, and support you? All right. You can find me all over social media, uh, TikTok, YouTube, you know, all the fun uh, video and uh, social media platforms. Um, tomorrow night uh, is Cryptic Crunch. So you guys, uh, it, it, we're going to take a lot of this energy over there, hopefully. <laughs> and, and, Am I um, am I correct in in remembering that Cryptid Crunch tomorrow night is about fairy tales and folklore from our childhood? Absolutely. And where where did all these strange lullabies and uh, fairy tales come from? And yes, who's we're joining? Gonna be talking about the truth <laughs> behind them. <laughs> and Dee Bertie and I believe Kelly are joining. 
cryptid crunch tomorrow night yeah so that energy yeah this energy is going to be out of control tomorrow night <laughs> that's a little bit of an uncensored show not quite <laughs> but less censored than this show <laughs> gonna so, be fun Sorry, where can people follow find and support you uh dbrt photo all all the platforms dbrtphoto.com that's awesome and of course, follow, find, and support me at johnpica.com. But yeah. if you really want to... F- oh, we got a guest in the studio. Hello, a puppy dog. Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> it's so fluffy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a, wait, wait, wait. Keep, keep, keep the dog there. Look at how beautiful that dog Aww. is. <laughs> look and look at how beautiful girl. the daughter is. Yes. <laughs> Listen, Debartee so has the most beautiful daughters in the world. Of course she does. Good genes. Yeah, this all, is Abby. All... I don't think you guys have ever met Abby. No. She's the animal Hello, Abby. Girl. I have, but... Um... Well, of course you have. Yeah. I'm just getting about... off work. Hi. Hi. Hi, Abby. <laughs> Good to see you. Um, yeah, all four of her daughters are absolutely gorgeous model quality. And um, Thank yeah, you. we love them a lot. Um so where was I? You, I got distracted by you the You were saying dog. bye. You were saying oh, bye. How, how to support the shows. Yes. So if you like the show, make sure you like, you know, click like, you click share, continue to comment, whatever platform you're watching on, make sure you subscribe, click the notification bell so you never, ever miss an episode. But more important than that, uh, if you like the show and you want to support us, Financially, you can do that at buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. That banner has been running down below the entire time. But if you hate the show, contribute even more generously <laughs> so that we can improve just for you. Buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to wrap up with this message from nerdy Gras, where we're going to be in just three weeks how nerdy are you share do you love gaming costumes and cosplay grab some beats and come party with us at nerdy Gras, a three-day carnival celebration of all things geek join the crew for music entertainment gaming cosplay and celebrity guests including dc douglas steve jackson mark near and jessica nova friday march 10th through sunday march 12th at the atlanta marriott northeast at century center visit nerdygraw.org for more information join the crew at nerdy Gras. share go to room at the hotel for a party that's going to last the whole weekend. And D and I will be there live. So uh, you come down and visit us, Shea. Super excited. Nerdy Gras. And with that, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Kelly, for being with us. Until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.